0: Hello and welcome. Inner Game Journal, Friday, June 7th. I actually got to it on Friday. That gives you an idea of the quality of my week. <laughs> Not only on Friday, but Friday morning, before noon. Yeah, so getting into the summer rhythms a little bit. Pretty good week overall. Um, transitions are going well. Market charted a new job this week so things are a little different there uh you know it doesn't take much in a daily rhythm when you are self-employed and you are you know working from home doing all that stuff uh, mixing in your personal errands and your work errands during the day doesn't take much to throw that stuff off (laughs) but pretty good if you look at my tracking sheet this week so the first day was an off day you expect that um then sunday never do much there although i did run on sunday that was great So then Monday, uh, anyway, overall, it's just looking pretty good. The big news was I got back on my sitting. If you remember, it had been two or three weeks since I'd had my morning sits. And so I was right. Setting my alarm ahead to 6.30 made the difference because when 6.30 came, I felt like I'd had enough sleep. And I just got to work a half hour later, which is fine because everything else is pushed back in the summer. So I had four days in a row of sitting pretty good. Didn't do it this morning. Um... Can't say why, <laughs> but I feel the difference, actually. I do feel the difference. Um, a few weeks away from it, yeah, it's hard to describe exactly, but that practice where you sit and turn off your thoughts, it's something that you need, I anyway, need uh, currency with, recency with to be super sharp with it. And that is the most important skill for all kinds of self-regulation. If you're stressed out, if you're distracted, if you're obsessed, if you're worried, if you're, you know, whatever, that's the solution. That skill. So, um, it really helps to have some, to stay, to stay working on it, I guess, to keep the skill sharp and present. Um, the chewing thing continues. I re-upped my 30 day challenge. What that means is I, uh, I have some reminders that are on my Apple Watch now, which I found super helpful, just having them there. So three times a day, I get this little reminder around mealtime, don't forget to chew, and uh, it went for the first month, and I enjoyed it enough, I decided to extend it. It's clearly not an an ingrained habit, something that unconscious, but it's going well enough, and I like the difference well enough that I wanted to re-up that. That's been going great. No news, I had a break. If you look at the column, I had a few-day break, but I'm back off that coke never mind don't want to talk about that i swear i had a day off in there somewhere but i guess i didn't there's another reminder of the benefit of the tracker we don't remember clearly what happens desserts been good all week tomorrow's my off day coming up again looking forward to that the weight is sort of an interesting thing um you know i've been adherent enough to my low carb thing that you i think it's reasonable (laughs) i do to think that maybe the weight would be dropping a little, but it just doesn't. Um, I know if there's a lot of factors that go into that, daily variations. And uh, th- and really to be, to really track whether there's something happening. You shouldn't track weight. You should track your body measurements, and I haven't been doing that this time. Um, so it's this weird sort of uh, cognitive dissonance. I feel like things are better. My gut feels way better for eating for not eating the carbs and the, i think probably the wheat and the gluten and stuff um i feel better like progress is being made but the scale doesn't indicate that and that really complicates the arguments in your head when you're trying to stay adherent i had the thought this morning i'm not going to make it official yet but i had the thought what if i just committed to eating this way and by this way i mean six days a week on the no carb program one day a week off just to doing that for a year. if Because bright lines are always easier. And that's kind of funny. On the one hand, a bright line would say, I don't eat this stuff ever, period, for the rest of my life. That's a bright line. But the six-day-on, one-day-off thing is not a bright line, right? It's a, it's a partial. <laughs> but then at the same time, it occurred to me that if I committed to 60 on one day off for a year, that would feel like a bright line. And it really would. I would just say, no, I'm just doing this for the year. You know, whether the weight comes off or not, it just feels better for me. It's certainly better for my uh, self-esteem because when I get off of this thing and I just start to eat, you know, however I feel and try and be good, uh, I get these terrible slips with the cravings and the desserts and stuff. And, and you know, it just feels bad in every possible way. So um, it's better for me. I'm going to think about that not going to make it official yet, but I'm going to think about it. Maybe it'll be six months. Maybe it'll be three months. I don't know. But a, a firm commitment to do the six-day-on-one-day-off for an extended period. I might try it. Sort of a funny thing. Here's another sort of funny thing on productivity. I'm thinking about my week and the work I've got done. I have a habit, and I think a lot of people do. Um, I have some particular things. I have one main job I'm trying to finish, get finished up. And it's taken me a lot longer than I thought it would and that I think it should. And that I wish it would, I wish I were done. Um, but what happens is I sit down in the morning and I've got a bunch of various things on my list for the day. A lot of them are just household stuff. Some of the stuff with my dad's health that took me an hour and a half this morning doing that. Uh, the other work I do with Kim John Payne, there's a certain amount of that to be done. So I've got all these lists, things on my to-do list. Most of them, are a relatively small defined amount of time, meaning I can get the satisfaction of checking them off my list pretty easily. So I sit down in the morning with the intention to really make good progress on this big thing, and what I end up doing is spending a whole bunch of time on the little things because the impression is, and it's even like at an unconscious level, is that's gonna be more satisfying because I'm gonna get the win from having done something, having checked something off my list. The problem is, and you were ahead of me on this, the thing that's most important to me, feeling satisfied, feeling like progress is being made, feeling like my life is on track, is getting the big thing done. So it's sort of similar, I'm seeing a a real strong connection here, or similarity between that and the problem with food. Um, Or a lot of sort of behavioral things that, okay, I'm getting off track now. the unconscious impulse towards something, checking one of these small things off my list, uh, having a Coke when I said I wouldn't maybe, um, I can't think of another good example, but they're in that family of things, uh, watching TV or checking the news. The, the unconscious impulse is there's going to be satisfaction in that. There's going to be comfort in that. It's a, it's a comfort-seeking move, and you're more likely to do it when you're under stress or you're tired or whatever. So it has this comfortable patina on it. But the reality is, it's the opposite of that. Doing these things at a deeper level makes you feel worse, makes you feel worse about yourself, makes you feel worse about the work you're getting done. And it's just very interesting to observe that, that you can be seeking comfort. Um, Oh, I can't think how to say it. Hopefully you get what I'm trying to say. (laughs) As you monitor these impulses and try and make the choices that really serve you best, it's, it's sort of a high-level skill, meta-skill, to be hearing that argument. Oh, I just want it. I just need it. It's just, it's just the right thing. And to be able to say, you know what, I hear that, but it's not the right thing. This thing is the right thing. If we do this thing instead, you're going to feel better. It's a, it's a universal sort of problem. It's really tricky, but it was sort of fun um, in a weird way. To see that again today with this week i look at the stuff i've got done i got pretty good progress i've got a ton of little things done but i am still feeling sort of baseline like i'm not really um as capable and competent and and the momentum and the progress as i think i should as i want to and there's a kind of a deep deep sense of uh displeasure and dissatisfaction with that overall things are fine i mean i'm talking about subtle little differences but if I flip that and if I were like I was when I was in writing mode, I was good about this. If I flip that and was really sharp, OK, you sit down at the desk, maybe give myself 10, 15 minutes, maybe even not. And then you work on the big stuff first, 50 minute blocks, two or three hours, just nothing but the hard, the, the important things first. Then you can slot in all these little things in the afternoon. I know I would get a lot more done, number one. And I would feel a lot better. It's funny when I had like that book deadline. That was an obvious enough deadline that I could do this. And it's not as obvious in a a time like I'm in now. Maybe I need to um, just tell myself. Anyway, you get the point. So anyway, that's my report for now. I will um, wish you a lovely weekend and a good week next week. So yeah, it was a pretty good week. I'm feeling overall pretty good. I think I could try a couple things Next week. Next week to even take it to the next level. All right. Talk to you next week.